Thanksgiving has always been my favorite holiday. I think I love it because it's a combination of chaos and food and family. As a kid, I remember lots of children running around, lots of chatting in the background, games, lots of food, lots of really good food always available. And as an adult, I've missed it these past eight months. I've missed the family gatherings. I've missed little kids running around and playing. I've missed the chatter in the background of multiple conversations going on. I've missed cooking food and having a huge spread of food before me to nibble on as I enjoy card games or taking pictures or sitting around a cozy fire while I catch up with the latest family member. I miss all the chaos that comes with gathering with a large extended family. Going into these holidays season is going to be difficult. Now myself, on others, I know that it's challenging imagining a world where we don't get together with our families. I find myself struggling a lot in today's world with how to manage the daily stress, the daily anxieties that come along with this new world that we live in. The weight of what's going on, all the decisions, the constant bickering that seems to be happening. I find myself most evenings just exhausted, mentally, spiritually, physically. So a few weeks ago, I was scrolling mindlessly through Facebook. I'm sure you've all been there. It was late. In the evening, I'd had a really long day. I was tired, stressed, and trying to ignore the growing pile of things that I needed to do. I needed to make a grocery list. There was laundry and dishes both just overflowing. I needed to cook dinner. I needed to eat. That's something I'm really bad at remembering to do whenever I get stressed and busy. My whole house really needed to be cleaned. And instead, I was just sitting there, losing myself and time in a spiral of social media. And that's when I ran across something that caught my eye. It was a post that someone made, and it began with, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Now, to me, this sounded really strange. Aren't we supposed to strive for excellence, to be the best that we can be, to give our all, to always do our best? That's what I'd been taught growing up. So I read on, and the post said, 10 minutes of walking is better than 10 minutes of sitting when 30 minutes of cardio sounds impossible. Picking up the clothes off the floor is better than not cleaning. And nibbling on junk food is better than eating nothing when cooking a whole meal would take too much energy. I believe this post was referring to those with depression. It really got me thinking about how exhausted I was and how long the list of things was that I wasn't prepared to tackle. And the longer I sat there, I began to realize the wisdom in those words. And before I knew it, I had made the decision to just pick up the toys that were on the floor. I was just going to pick up the toys that were strewn across the house. I knew that I really needed to clean and sweep and mop the floor, but at least if the floor was free of clutter, I would feel a whole lot better about it. Well, since I was already up and I'd finished picking up the toys, I thought, well, I'll just go throw a load of laundry in. You know, I've probably got four or five loads that need to be washed and then folded, I'll just start with throwing one load of laundry in the washer, and in an hour, I'll go and put them in the dryer. So since I had to wait now for the laundry to finish, I thought I'll just go ahead and wipe down and clean off the table and the kitchen counter. 
Now, I'd like to say that I continued on and finished everything on my list that night and cleaned the entire house, but I did not. But I did knock several things off the list, several things that I didn't think I had the energy to do, several things I wasn't sure I was going to be able to complete. And so by the time I sat down that night, I was actually able to relax and I had a small sense of accomplishment for having knocked a few things off my list. The entire time that I was cleaning and that I was choosing one small thing, I just kept repeating over and over in my head, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. Anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. And as I continued to reflect on this idea, I began to realize that this didn't just apply to my physical and my mental world, but my spiritual world as well. You see, I find myself in a place often of exhaustion when it comes to prayer, especially right now. I feel like these past eight months have been very dry and very difficult to pray. And because I can't give it my all or my 100%, I often find myself pushing prayer off to a later time Well, I'm busy and stressed right now, so I'll do it in the afternoon when I've finished with work. And then I get home from work and it's, well, I've got to get dinner ready and I've got the kids and it's so much is going on right now. I'll never be able to focus and give it the time that God, give God the time he deserves and the attention that this needs. So I'll just do it later this evening when the kids have gone to bed. Well, then the kids go to bed and I'm cleaning up after them. I'm doing, catching up on chores from the day and Eventually, I just fall into the couch exhausted, begin that social media scroll, and my head's just not in a place where I want to pray. And so I find that I have procrastinated to the point that I push it off into the next day because tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow, I'll remember to pray. Tomorrow, I'll start first thing in the morning, and the next day comes and the next day goes with another excuse and another excuse. And I feel like because I can't give my all, my 100%, because I can't give all of my focus and time and attention because I've got things that I need to sort out in my own head before I go to Jesus that I need to wait. I need to wait until tomorrow. And I realized that if anything worth doing is worth doing poorly, that includes prayer. Maybe I don't have everything together. Maybe I can't focus and give my prayer 100% of my attention, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't do it. If I only have 5% to give, then I need to give that 5% to God. Or if I have 20% or 30% or just 1%. Now, does God deserve 100% of our time, 100% of our attention, and 100% of us during prayer? Absolutely. But some days I just don't have it in me. Because I'm human and some days I'm struggling just to survive. And the beautiful thing about our God is that, yes, he does want all of you. And he wants the good parts and the bad parts and the tough parts and the easy parts. And he wants every part of you. But most importantly, he just wants you to show up. He just wants me to show up. He wants me to show up with my worries, my fears, my struggles, with my strife and my stress. And if all I can muster that day is a Jesus, please help me. If all I can muster is three minutes of sitting down and telling him about my day, then I have to learn to give that to God. Because it would be wonderful if I could give 100% every day. 
Honestly, I love the days when I can find 30 minutes to go sit quietly in the chapel and pray before our Lord. But the reality is that on many days, I am tired, stressed, and wearied from this world. And I am learning to give that over to Him, not just today, but tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. Because I think, just like with cleaning... What's going to happen is, as I give him a little each day, I'm going to find myself wanting to give a little more and a little more. And as I encounter him in those little moments, I'm going to find that I can give more and more of myself because I'm going to realize, and I am realizing, that I have more to give than I originally thought. I have more energy than I thought. I have more time than I thought. It's easy to allow the day to weigh you down, especially right now. I get it. It's easy to find excuses to not pray or to push it off into a different time. Don't let that keep you from prayer. Don't let that keep you from giving God even a tiniest crumb of yourself every day. And if you continue faithfully to give him a little peace every day, a little bit of your time, You'll begin to build that life of prayer, that life of commitment, that life of communication with him. And hopefully you'll find that some days, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes of prayer doesn't feel quite so exhausting anymore. The idea of sitting down and reading your Bible or the idea of spending 10 minutes of time and reflection doesn't sound quite so impossible. What I've learned is that he doesn't Expect me or you to have all of our ducks in a row or have perfectly manicured prayers to give him. He just wants you to show up, to give him the good, the bad, and everything in between. Because God doesn't care about messy. In fact, he wants to sit with you in your mess and help you to sort it out. So whether you think you have prayer all figured out or you don't know where to start, remember that anything worth doing is worth doing poorly and just start today.